Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio with hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, and it all starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June the 11th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two in our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law that I am, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. A quick recap of yesterday's show starts now. We had our guest on, Mr. Tim Starks. He is an IT consultant and security expert on your radio. And we talked about how much do you know about InQtel? Yeah, InQtel. Tell I-N-Q-T-E-L. You want to learn more about them? I-Q-T dot O-R-G is their website. And I'm telling you right now, go to Wikipedia, check it out. You say, well, Wikipedia isn't really the trusted, reliable source, Sam. Okay, fine. Just go there. It'll point you to, one, their website. Two, it'll give you a lot of updates and a lot of tidbits claimed in the Wikipedia, Wikipedia article. Great place to start your research, huh? And I'll give you a couple of other links just to kind of get you on your way if you will. Clavin Law Group says wanted conservative competition for Fox News. If that headline doesn't bring it up, what do you mean? Fox News, I thought, was the conservative arm of things, right? Well, that's the lie. Google literally made $4.7 billion off of the news media's content, writes the New York Times. They all used to mock us and laugh at us when we said InQtel or some of these companies are behind big tech. And Inkutel's in bed with the CIA, and the government's literally controlling the media. They're claiming that it's big tech doing, and big tech and the government supposedly has a fight. You believe that, ladies and gentlemen? I don't. The News Media Alliance, think about that group, News Media Alliance, is making a study public in advance of a House subcommittee hearing. That's today on the relationship between big tech companies and the media. All right, the NMA, that's the News Media Alliance, right? The NMA is pushing for the passage of what they're calling the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act. Okay, the old journalists are going by the wayside as the new media is taking center stage, folks. The problem is the new media is in bed with big tech, is in bed with the CIA. You don't believe me, huh? All right, check out that InQtel stuff I told you about and then link it to this. People are laughing at Donald Trump for saying the moon is a part of Mars. That's not what he said at all, but they're going to manipulate it. The new media can manipulate anything they want to, folks. They manipulate video. They manipulate audio. They manipulate photos. They mani- I mean, it's out of control. Right? Dennis Prager says, who does the media most want to silence? You put all these questions together and circumstances together, and you say, wait a minute, big tech is eclipsing yesteryear media. That's all true. We thought it was going to be a a panacea for solutions, the holy grail. The Internet was going to level the playing field, and it did for a while. But now big tech and big government have joined forces to our demise. Big tech is big brother, ladies and gentlemen. WorldNet Daily, we have, and others have been saying this for a long time, and people have been mocking us saying, you're just full of conspiracy theories, Sam. 
All right. Well, when we had Scott Bradley on the second hour and talked about this subject even more, by the way, Scott's website is freedomsrisingsun.com. Check that out. We talked about this headline called Startups Backed by the CIA, Forbes Magazine. Go check it out. It'll tie this InQtel to everything we're talking about. Startups Backed by the CIA, Forbes Magazine. Another article, if you don't believe Forbes, social media is a tool of the CIA. Seriously, says CBS News. All right, you go dig in. Uh, I just gave you a start on the research. It's complex, folks. But I'm telling you right now, when Donald complains about the media, he's in one of three categories, as Scott Bradley said. He's either one, ignorant, two, part of it, or three, just being played for a sucker, meaning a useful pawn. Right? If you think you can skip your smartphone for a week to prove the point of our hooked on tech problem, we'll give you $1,000. Frontierbundles.com says. So this is serious. We also finished up by talking about illegals that are newly arrived. They're allowed by the TSA to fly without proper paperwork. So I can't even have a glass of water on an airplane. A bottle of water. And I've been here for 50 plus years. They can know me. They can check my status. They can verify that I've got multi, you know, security checks via the FBI in the financial industry and more. And I can't get on a plane with a bottle of water. But these people can just travel with no docks. But it's amazing. It just shows this is the dichotomy that I'm talking about. The, the duplicitous reality that we face. Okay, I can't get on a plane with a bottle of water, but illegals can just fly. No problem. No docks. No requirements. Same scenario. I complain about big tech. Well, they're in bed with my tax dollars and the CIA funding it all. It is disaster, folks. But I'll tell you the good news. The good news is America still allows people like us to be on the air and catch you up to speed on what's really happening. You don't believe me on the NQTEL stuff? Go check it out yourself. I just gave you a Wikipedia page. I gave you two news articles that are credible news sources. That's three sources, right? You say, Sam, well, Wikipedia is not a reliable sort. Okay, look at the Wikipedia article. Uh, Research the claims they mention yourself. They claim that Google got a special satellite deal via the CIA and others. Go research it. See if I'm not right. Okay, I don't want you to just rely on my research. I'll give you the seeds of search or research. You go ahead and do it yourself. But these people are putting this stuff in plain sight, folks. This is no secret. How did Facebook come out of nowhere and become massive? Really, a guy in college, Mark Zuckerberg, wanted to you know, um, you know, hang out with pretty girls, and so it started. Is that what you believe? And it became one of the biggest media behemoths in modern time. So much so that all the old media journalists are freaking out and going to Congress and begging for relief. You really believe that happened and that's the case? Well, if any of you have ever been involved in a software startup or a software offering or pondering or considering launching something, you just tell me how possible it really is. And in our environment where government controls and government subsidizes and taxpayer funds, how about Google? You think that just started because some guy just like, hey, man, I want to create a search engine. Hey, that'd be really cool. My search is better than your search. You think that's how it all started? Yeah, my daddy's bigger than your daddy. My daddy's the CIA. Wow. 
Anyway, I'm telling you, we're being played for suckers on the big tech, big brother stage. I'm telling you right now. And you better learn to connect the dots and we better do something about it. What can we do about it is kind of how we wrapped up the first hour and the second hour. Tim Starks on the first hour basically said, listen, we the people have got to do something different by where we get our information and what we do. And at the end of the second hour, Scott Bradley doubled down and, hey, unless we're a moral people and we turn to the right sources for answers, we're going to get slaughtered by this deception. You got to turn off your TV, as I mentioned. You got to get rid of the thousand channels and replace it with a direct channel to God and family and country. You don't need all the modern manipulations, folks. All right, that was a recap of yesterday's show. It is still available online at libertyroundtable.com. If you have the time to listen, would love it. Download and listen at your heart's content, live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. While you're there, if you have the heart to help, donate today. We have day jobs. We're not begging for your money, but we do believe if you want to help us grow our presence in the media, every penny counts. LibertyRoundtable.com. All right, news that I refuse to use today starts now. Kirk Cosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You're very welcome, sir. Kurt wants to start out and tell you about Mark Chambers, Kurt. Mark Chambers. All right. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mark Chambers. I'm just trying to remember this story. Uh, uh, Let's see. Which one is he, Sam? He's this mayor of Alabama. Alabama Mayor Mark Chambers is his name. And the reason Kurt doesn't remember the name is because the mainstream press loves to hide details of stories. And then what they love you to do is click on their links to get more of the story. I don't know why they do this. They do it because they want to track every move you make. They do it because they want to know, you know, where you click and what you do. And then they get paid per by click and paid per by this and that and the other. Yeah, I don't do that stuff. I always put all the details that you need in the headline because I love headline news, by the way. Alabama mayor, Mark Chambers, who called for killing gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender people, will not resign. Did you see this story, Kurt? No, I didn't, Sam. At least I don't remember. I don't even know what it means. Just look up Mark Chambers and, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. And here's what what I think about this. One of the things the mainstream press does, Kurt, is they float a lie. And let me explain what I mean. Mark Chambers might have said, hey, we need to kill gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender people. I don't know if he said that or not. Okay, because oftentimes, again, they manipulate what was exactly said, right? So I don't know the truth about what was said because I didn't hear Mark Chambers speak. But I know this, though. Whether Mark said it or not. They want you to believe by these headlines that the average person who's against gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agendas, they want you to believe everyone kind of is for killing them, getting rid of them. And it's not true. So I completely disagree with the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender lifestyle, folks. I believe it's a sin and against God's law. But that doesn't mean that I'd ever advocate for killing anybody. I'm the pro-life guy, remember? But what they do is they create a headline like this. They plant it in the minds of people, repeat it enough, and then anybody who's against, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, whatever, LGBTQ, whatever, then they want to kill everybody. It's a lie, folks. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get co-certified. 
which is spelled with an S-E-H instead of just S-H. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters S-E-H still make the shh sound, as in all those American food producers saying shh? Let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Kosher Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities. And it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. Start memeing it. It's fun. NKC. Not kosher certified. Now to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name. And that really cinched our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. All right, so they say this mayor, Mark Chambers, called for the killing of gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender people. And uh, I guess he apologized, and everybody says it's true. And what do you say to this, Kurt? Well, uh, according to Wikipedia, this is what he posted, uh, Sam, and I'm not sure if that's true, but he posted it somewhere on a Facebook thing. He says, we live in a society where homosexuals lecture us on morals. I think that's true. Transvestites lecture us on human biology. Baby killers lecture us on human rights. And socialists lecture us on economics. The only way to change it would be to kill the problem out. I know it's bad to say, but without... That's where I'm saying I don't out. think that he exactly threatened to kill those people. Yeah, I don't know what that means to kill something out. I don't know if you, you know, but anyway, he says uh, the second there, the last par- sentence says, I know it's bad to say, but without killing them out, there's no way to fix it. Anyway, so I'm not defending have his- been deleted. He's refused to resign as mayor. Well, I'm not defending his position. Um, You know, I I know this. I don't agree with statements that are close to the line like that either. Um, And I certainly don't agree with killing anybody. We're pro-life here. Um, But I think that it's a little bit like twisting the Donald's words. You know, Donald's like, hey, you know, it's part of going to Mars, this moon thing. And then they're like, you think moon's part of Mars? Wait a minute. That's not really what was said. And here, that's not what was really said. He didn't flat out 
Well, he didn't pull a Maxine Waters, Kurt. He didn't blatantly or some of these other people that have literally threatened Donald Trump where there's no two ways to take the comment. It wasn't that blatant, although his comments weren't good. So the bottom line is, I don't know his intentions, but I do know this. He has the right to say what he wants to say. I'm going to stand against Mark Chambers if he threatened to kill anybody that he's wrong based on principle. I'm also going to defend the idea that, hey, if you're a Christian, you believe we've got to get rid of this idea that this gay, lesbian, and bisexual, transgender agenda is okay for society. It's not. And we do need to kill the notion that it's a preferred lifestyle. Now, you know, I don't know if this guy should resign or not because I think his words are twisted and everything else. But it just goes how we're going to debate this till the cows come home, aren't we, Kurt? If they well, have their way, that's what the we would same do. Time, at the same time, these same people will continue to promote killing of babies. And Yeah, there's no know, doubt about there's it. There's no... There's no upset about that. It's just, it's in fact, they view it and uh, kind of promote it as if it's a life saving thing for women. Yeah, the poor women of our say. society. And yet, every time an abortion happens, there's either a young man or a young woman that dies. Sadly, factual. Speaking of poor, downtrodden women, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC, questions lack of domestic terrorism law, Kurt. I heard somebody call AOC that it stood for all-out crazy. So Amen I to that. Like that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> well, no, let's see. So say that one more questions time. Questions lack of domestic, domestic terrorism law. Since yeah, you're a terrorist, so, buddy. Then yeah. we got to have a terrorism law to deal with you and me, not just yeah. Kurt. I'm saying you meaning us, right? Yeah. That's, From her perspective, and, and it's and you. And that means Sam and Kurt and, you know, all of us, Kurt. It's not Kurt good Crosby to have her as much taking as care of things, you know. Yeah. Do you question the lack of domestic terrorism law, Kurt? I think we do have them, by the way. I think we got way too many laws. Yeah, but we already have a domestic terrorism law. What could you do that would be terroristic or terrorism wise? That, that we don't have a law against, Kurt. Could you help me with that? Because take out the word for a second. And what act could yeah. you commit that we don't have a law against that would be, you know, along the lines of terrorism? Now, if she's well, talking about getting rid of the IRS, that. I think she's got a point. Yeah, well, I don't think she's bringing that but up. But, Kurt, if you kill somebody, if you intentionally harm people, if you launder money, if you... I mean, I can go on and on and on and on all these terroristic-type acts or whatever else, and... You know, you commit a jihad. You, there's laws against every bit of that already, Kurt. I don't know what she's talking about. And I, my other question is, how would you define domestic terrorism? Let me ask you a question. If you threatened the president of the United States, would that be along those lines, Kurt? Well, you'd sure think. Well, then how come there's no liberals that are doing such accountable? Well, they say that that's uh, freedom of pa speech. Their patriotic yeah. duty. They're, uh, Darn right. I mean, they're actually saving America. So know, I don't know what she's do. talking about, but I do know there's laws against all kinds of things that are wrong now, for sure. And I know the Ten Commandments already, if we'd put that up somewhere, would, you know, hopefully steer people away from even committing an act that, you know, there you go. The other question is, how have we survived for well over a couple of hundred years without a terrorism law in the books, Kurt? Do you want to know why? 
Mm, sure. There's no such thing as terrorism, Kurt. What is terrorism? There's, there's, you know, bad and there's good. And when somebody does something bad, whether it's, um, you know, we're not going to have to ask and figure out what's in their heart. You know, if they do something bad, that's... Right, and that's the problem with terrorism. It's like hate speech, or it's like bigotry, or it's like, you know, it's very hard to define. The term is very nebulous. It's like racism. What does it even mean? What does terrorism mean? If you kill people, there's a law against that. Right? What I'm getting at is that I don't think we need to use these nebulous terms to try to act like we're not safe or protected or whatever. All right, Kurt wants to tell you about ladybugs, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I thought this was just an Think about this. I'm drilling AP, down on terrorism. Like, hey, man, story. I got a ladybug story for you. Well, you know, this is, and this is a sh- show you what the AP, that's the Associated Press, kind of stories they do, Sam. I mean, they, they won't have time to do, um, you know, how the, uh, uh, for example, the IRS or the Federal Reserve is a problem or things like that. They don't have time for that. But they got a big story about a massive ladybug swarm. Uh, although it does make me think of um, the days of what uh, in Egypt and that kind of stuff when you had the plagues and stuff like that. But anyway, the headline reads, Massive Ladybug Swarm Over California Shows Up on Radar. I guess they say Dateline Los Angeles, a huge blob that appeared on the National Weather Service's radar wasn't a rain cloud, but a massive swarm of ladybugs over Southern California. Uh, The meteorologist down there says the array of bugs appeared to be about 80 miles wide as it flew over San Diego. Um, And they told the uh, LA Times that the ladybugs are actually spread throughout the sky flying at between 5,000 and 9,000 feet, with the most concentrated group about 10 miles wide. wasn't immediately known what type of ladybug was causing the phenomenon. The Times says one species, adult convergent lady beetles, mate and migrate from the Sierra Nevada to valley areas where they eat aphids and lay eggs. And they so, do all that without I, I papers, mean, you know, don't they, Kurt? That's right. I mean, you know, this is a uh, migration going on. Undocumented. But I just had never heard of a, a ladybug blob that showed up on radar. But, you know, hey, there's your AP hard-hitting story. Uh, yeah, absolutely. A little blip on the radar there, Kurt. <laughs> now, speaking of a little blip, Pelosi's in the news. And she tells the Democrats she wants to see Donald in prison, Kurt. Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, and, 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 of course, she says, oh, I'm trying to work with the president, and he just doesn't seem very, um, you know, congenial about it, uh, you know. Toss Donald in the she says. <laughs> now, what do you think of this, Kurt? My problem with this is, is, again, everybody said lock up Hillary. And when they did, you and I said, you know, I agree with locking up Hillary because I think she's guilty of crimes, but that's just my opinion. What we need to do is follow the due process of law. We even said that for Hillary, Kurt. And we say that for Donald. And so if Nancy's meaning, you know, following due process of law, then let's let the due process of law happen, Kurt. I'm okay with that on anybody. Yeah. 
Right. But let's make sure we have transparency and accountability. And do, let's make sure the government's not making stuff up like they did against Ammon Bundy. Right. And like they did against Steve Stockman. I mean, even the judge is saying the federal government's guilty of withholding sculptory evidence and, and making up facts and inserting dishonest lies into the court and all this stuff. Okay, that's not me. That's the judge. Uh, but I'm just saying that it seems to me that due process of law, Nancy. But how can Pelosi be doing that and working with the president at the same time, Kurt? Do you think that might um, hamper the relations? Maybe that's part of the reason. You know, they made fun of Donald for walking out on the Democrats the other day, several weeks ago. Maybe a little behind-the-scenes details might help you understand why he might have done such a thing, huh? Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Questions surrounding the crash of a helicopter onto a skyscraper roof in midtown Manhattan yesterday. Bill de Blasio, New York's mayor, says the pilot was flying in a restricted area because it's not far from Trump Tower. To go into that area, a helicopter would need the approval of LaGuardia Tower, and we need to find out if that happened or not here. The chopper crashing onto the roof of the building on 7th Avenue in Midtown, killing the pilot on impact. He had just dropped off a passenger at a heliport when the chopper went down at about 2 p.m. Eastern. A Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputy is in critical condition after someone shot him in the head while he was off duty last evening, waiting for fast food at a jack-in-the-box location. The suspect approaching, shooting him, and then running away, and he's still at large. This is USA Radio News. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help. Finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings. $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Former Major League Superstar David Ortiz's assistant says the longtime Red Sox slugger shooting was the act of hitmen. Leo Lopez speaking to reporters in Santo Domingo yesterday about the Sunday night shooting, saying it wasn't a robbery and was, quote, no doubt an act of hitmen. The 43-year-old Ortiz now being treated at a Boston hospital after the Red Sox sent a plane to pick him up from the Dominican Republic yesterday. No arrests have been made in the shooting. Manager of the Red Sox, Alex Cora, who also hails from the Dominican Republic, says... Back home, you know, they talk about superheroes without capes, and he's a superhero without cape. That's the way we see him, you know, so he'll be okay. President Trump's in Iowa today. He'll be in the western half of the state touring an ethanol plant before attending a GOP fundraiser in West Des Moines. Former Vice President and Democratic frontrunner Joe Biden also in the state on the eastern side for several campaign events. 
And this is USA Radio News. All right, Ann Coulter's in the news. I think it's a great follow-up story to the point we've been talking about, Kurt. <laughs> oh, man. Great point, Sam. <laughs> Just so you guys understand, Pelosi tells the Democrats she wants to see Trump in prison. I'd like due process of law for everybody, including Nancy, including uh, Hillary and everybody else. Nevertheless, Coulter says, Kurt, yeah, the headline reads, uh, The Whole Folk Tale and Nothing But the Folk Tale. <laughs> and, uh, she always she writes goes such clever says, headlines, huh, Kurt? I think so. Uh, New York City public school teachers recently revealed that they have been instructed to reject objectivity, written documentation, and perfectionism by school's chancellor, Richard Carranza, as part of his effort to dismantle racism. Uh, Carranza identified these values as tools of the white supremacy culture. Our cultural overlords are way ahead of Carranza, Miss um, Coulter says. With lightning speed, we've abandoned old hidebound Anglo-Saxon facts and evidence standards in deference to new fresh African folktale standards. Uh, that's according to Jay Bacon. Well, anyway, some big long name says writing in the Afro-Hispanic Review. Even Latin America and the Caribbean get their oral history traditions from Africa. And Coulter says, uh, thus, for example, General Robert E. Lee has been reinvented as a white genocidal lunatic. Meanwhile, actual tape-recorded evidence of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. engaging in sex orgies will not put a dent in his hero status. Michael Corda, a lion of the New York literary, literary set, published an admiring biography of Lee just five years ago, Clouds of Glory, the life and legend of Robert E. Lee. His book received a favorable review in the New York Times, which chirped that Corda portrayed Lee as a master strategist who was physically fearless. How can it be that the longtime editor-in-chief of Simon & Schuster and author of dozens of books, not to mention the New York Times itself, totally missed that Lee was a vicious racist with no redeeming qualities whatsoever? Well, as you know, she's just basically yeah, saying who? that Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee was just a big old racist, huh? Well, that's what... You know, she yeah. says now. There, yeah. That's uh, what society she goes believes. on. She says, "Yeah, good point." Uh, here's an interesting fact about Lee. She says, after graduating second in his class at West Point, he spent several decades overseeing the construction of fortifications on our borders. He rose to fame during the war with guess who? Mexico. Mexico. Wasn't it great when our military defended our country? She says. Mm, that's a pretty good point. Then uh, she goes on. She says, two weeks ago, David Garrow, the Pul Pulitzer Prize-winning King biographer, 
that means the Martin Luther King guy, revealed shocking facts about the civil rights leader based on extensive FBI notes on the wiretaps of his hotel rooms, in addition to King's endless orgies with prostitutes, lesbians, ministers, and parishioners, Garrow reports that King looked on, laughed, and offered advice as one minister forcibly raced, raped a parishioner. If any Confederate cavalryman had behaved like King, Lee would have had him shot. American folktale version come revealed truth. Lee is Hitler. King is a saint. So it's just, you know, what she's saying is the last days up is down and down is up. Yes, she is. And what she's saying is how dishonest and manipulative our media really is because most people believe all those lies, Kurt. Yep. And she says the uh, took the New York Times a mere two weeks to report on Garrow's mind-blowing article, an article he had offered to the Times and dozens of other outlets, but which the newspaper declined to print. So that's just how that works, Sam. He who owns the media makes the rules. Mm. The Times' eventual e- acknowledgment of Garrow's groundbreaking research began with a column titled, quote, a black feminist response to attacks on Martin Luther King's Jr.'s legacy. The author attacked Garrow's irresponsible account drawn from questionable documents. And uh, Ann Coulter puts in parentheses, yes, that would be the treacherous written documentation. Yeah. You know, in other words, yeah, the, the treacherous truth, truth. is really tough there. Uh, then, then she says this was followed by a news story on Garrow's findings that bristled with denunciations of the rapey minister. No denunciations of Garrow for reporting what his research had uncovered. The Times even resurrected the 2002 incident at Emory Law School when Garrow was accused of abusively grabbing the wrists of a school official. Oh boy. Oh boy! Uh, anyway, yeah, of all uh, the places you should grab, it's the wrist. I'm just telling you right yeah. now. Well, yeah. Then she goes. Anyway, on, what you says, got is you got the mainstream yeah, press that stuff. just flat out manipulates facts, that withholds information, yeah. that absolutely perpetuates lies and half truths, and, and and that's what we've got in the media today. Until there's enough of us in the media to set the record straight, Kurt, on things, um, I don't know what to tell you. And I appreciate Ann Coulter bringing this up because I think she highlights the truth. She calls it a folktale jokingly, but she wants the whole, whole folktale. In other words, give me the whole truth and nothing but the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and, really what you know, her stuff her is so good, is. you hate to leave it. Uh, but anyway, the bottom line is we recommend the uh, uh, story, the reading. Yes, it. and we don't always agree with Anne, but most of the time we do. No. And I would say this, feel free to go fact check Anne, would you please? Because if you're honest with yourself, you'll come up with the reality that he wasn't a racist. He did care about America, though. He cared about his homeland and his country. By the way, I think we're talking about Mark. We're talking about Lee. That's correct. Lee, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's debatable whether Martin Luther King cared about his country or not, too, Kurt. Well, it's sure. uh, I mean, you sure shouldn't. if, If these revelations are true, you sure shouldn't have. Big streets named after well, him true, the day Kurt. that we celebrate and all that stuff. I know, but uh, what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, people are unwilling to even look at that. I've spoke stuff. out about Martin Luther you know. King forever, and even a lot of my friends have said, Sam, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and I've just said, you know, I hate to be the 
Either a truth you or... You know, I, I don't know. Really. Don't shoot the messenger on this one or anything. Kind of a discussion, you know? Yeah. But, hey, yep. if we're going to just talk about the sexual exploits of Martin Luther King Jr. there, Kurt, we're going to tell the whole folk tale, then we better tell the whole folk tale of Planned Parenthood. They got a sex scandal you're not reading about, Kurt, because the mainstream press doesn't want to tell you about it. Well, that's exactly right, Sam. And... Uh, <clears throat> And it, the, yeah, it's because the mainstream press, well, they're in, you could say, bed with the Planned Parenthood pals, don't you think? Uh, without question. You know, uh, it's kind of like these media people have a relationship with Antifa. We talked about that. They have a relationship with the Planned Parenthood and the pro-death agenda crew, too. You realize that, right? Right. And this one's by Samantha Kamen uh, in the... Um, Washington Examiner, by the way, pretty good uh, place to read um, truth, I think. Um, and she basically says the International Planned Parenthood Federation reportedly hired prostitutes for staff, donors, and guests at official functions. Uh, this was according to the Daily Mail. That's a you know paper across the pond, as they say. Uh, but the scandal has apparently been brewing for months as the UK's Department of International Development came under fire in January for donating $132 million of aid money to the group during the investigations of sexual misconduct into the notorious abortion giant. Uh, so just, I mean, think about that. I mean, you know, tax dollars going to these people and they're, uh, I mean, this is... Just big bad stuff, Sam. Right? Well, it's just standard fare, Kurt. I, I agree that it's big bad stuff. But yeah. what I mean is this is the order of the day. Without folks like us, I don't even think this stuff would be exposed or highlighted for what it really is. Right, Kurt? Well, who's picking up this story? I don't see it hardly anywhere except for places like the Washington Examiner. Uh, the Post, Washington Post, not going to talk about it because they promote Planned Parenthood as if it were, a, I mean, you know, the cure for cancer, uh, et cetera. Um, and uh, New York Times, the same thing. But I just don't see anybody really bringing up this, um, I mean, outside of, a few sources. And this is why we see ourselves in the media, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that we think we're such fantastically talented hosts or anything like that. It is that we're willing to talk about the things that matter most in America. Think about what we've talked about so far on the broadcast. Okay? The Planned Parenthood sex scandal. Martin Luther King. Who's going to tell you about these things if it's not up to us, huh? We appreciate the partner groups in the media. WND.com and Breitbart and others, though. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen 
like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to PreserveTheNation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, there's a great story with a bad headline. Kurt's going to tell you about it. I'm going to try to write a headline that makes some sense here. So it's a World Net Daily piece. Uh, and they so usually do a great job. I don't know if they're him. in too much of a hurry or what. And they're not really an exclusive, Kurt. I've been telling you about this headline. We even had Stuart Rhodes reporting live from the border, and I had a similar headline pointing out this reality check. So I don't know that it's an exclusive, but, you know, the, the journalists love to call things exclusive, don't they? Yes, they do. That's a, an exclusive word they like to use. Um, and uh, they're talking about a report from what they call government watchdog, judicial watch, and they detail the issues in a new report, and they say that uh, there is uh, one top health threat, uh, top national security threat, What's the top crime threat to the United States? These are all questions they put right at the first, and then they say that actually should have been, and since the threats all come from one source, Mexican drug cartels. Uh, They say Mexican drug cartels have headquarters throughout the United States, and they're one of the country's greatest criminal national security and public health threats. That's according to Veteran Drug Enforcement Administration senior agent pushing the federal government to designate them as foreign terrorist organizations. The guy's name is Derek Maltz. He said in a report the Mexican cartels have left a trail of blood using intimidation and terrorist acts of ruthless violence. Uh, I guess he helped set up the Counter-Narco-Terrorism Operations Center. That seemed like it would put a bullseye on him, by the way. Uh, Which has busted a number of uh, big-time narco-terrorism operations before retiring from the DEA. So now he's out of there. One of those, uh, according to Judicial Watch, was a money laundering scheme that supported the Lebanese terrorist group Hezbollah. The cartels engage in beheadings, car bombings, dissolving humans in acid, 
that's where you really lose a lot of weight. Uh, mass murders, torture, bombings, and political assassinations, uh, the guy told Judicial Watch. Their actions are consistent with the behavior of traditional terrorists, and they have infiltrated the highest levels of the Mexican government with bribes and corruption. Uh, anyway, Sam, pretty rough stuff, and... Uh, I, I don't think they just stay south of the border. Either. Oh, come on, Kurt. <laughs> All right. So you ready for my headline on this one now? Sure. All right. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Because I had to rewrite this because when I saw the story, it was just like a bunch of garbled text to me. You know, a lot of words. But I didn't really understand it. Here's my headline. Judicial Watch Report, colon, top Crime, health, security threat, Mexican drug cartels. Right? Very good. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. This, uh, this guy According also to a new testified. judicial watch report then, a top crime, health, and security threat is Mexican drug cartels, folks. And so when they tell you that Donald doesn't know what he's talking about, that we don't have any worry about the border or anything else, hey... According to the Judicial Watch report, that's a flat-out lie. They know it's a huge problem, Kurt. Yeah, and according to this piece, um, the guy testified before the legislature that drug gangs already have major hubs in California, Arizona, Chicago, Texas, New York, and Atlanta. So they're, uh, you know, I mean, they're almost from sea to shining sea. But, so. Kurt, what do you expect when you have Operation Fast and Furious and you have the government literally arming the drug cartels? Are you surprised when they grow? Well, wicked judges and lawyers like this kind of business. Right, Sam? Yeah, but I doesn't guess, Operation uh, Fast know, and Furious come to mind, though? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, how can you ignore so that others, fact uh, when these things just prosper in America and you wonder why? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not shocking to me that it's the case. It is shocking to me that we would let this happen in the freest country in the world. Well, it's all part of that whole, um, at least to me, uh, issue about, uh, you know, we need to be a nation of laws. And if we don't have, you know, I mean, first of all, if we don't really even have a border, uh, then... You know, we're not really a country. And then if you do have laws on the books and yet they, people aren't held accountable for them, especially those in high levels or big money. I mean, we've seen stories of how, you know, criminals like this will just basically buy off judges or, or uh, you know, lawyers or whatever or buy off. I mean, or basically kill them, you know. Uh, I, we've got to have the laws kept or else well we have a lawless society yes they called operation fast and furious they also called it um atf gun walking scandal kurt did you see that no i don't remember seeing that i mean (laughs) yeah used to be operation gun walking or operation gun walker or whatever and all I'm saying is when this is going on, it doesn't surprise me when the Judicial Watch report comes out and says top crime, health, security threat, Mexican drug cartels. I mean, it's pretty, you know, in my mind, reality check. Operation Fast and Furious. I mean, it's amazing to me that people don't even understand 
but how do you get how do you understand it, Kurt, if you don't what, get this in the news? I mean, how many people have been telling you about this scandal and who has been keeping it in the media? It's one thing to highlight it when it happens, but you know, Americans sadly have a short memory on a lot of this stuff. I think it's really critical to highlight it and remember it. And here's my question, Kurt. Is this continuing? Well, I think it is, Sam. What do you think? Absolutely. And what I think is that you have uh, Donald trying to stop it, and you have agents, rogue agents within government that are undermining the president of the United States, and they're literally allowing the border to be a, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a criminal zone? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, otherwise, I don't believe these drug cartels could get near the foothold in the United States as they do. What, New York, Chicago, Texas, Arizona, California? I mean, those are some of the biggest states in the Union. A couple of big border states, California and Arizona and Texas. You know, and then New York and Chicago, uh, inland, what, empires of drug cartels? How does that happen, you ask? And the answer is when you have Operation Fast and Furious, or whatever they call this thing, Operation Gunwalker, or um, ATF gunwalking scandal, it, it's pretty obvious to me why we have the problem. It's because we allow it to occur. We don't really do anything to stop it. And when the president tries to do things to stop it, he gets shut down by everybody. Look, you got the Democrats shutting him down, you got the courts of the judges activist, belligerent judges shutting him down. You've even got a bunch of the Republicans that are shutting him down, Kurt. So when I say everybody, it's virtually. Kurt's right. There's a few people that aren't. I'm supporting the president in this. Not that I really believe that we shouldn't let people come to this country. I'm not one of these immigration never guys. I am about stopping illegality at all costs. But I am for an appropriate way to come to America. We can vet people and let them come to America, those who truly come for the right reasons. We wouldn't give them handouts to be here by any means, but we would let the right people come for the right reasons, and we would find a way in the private sector, churches and nonprofit organizations and philanthropists and employers that other people could sponsor people if they want people to come to America. I mean, I'm, I'm all for a sponsorship program. Even Americans could sponsor through GoFundMe and other ways, you know, sponsor your favorite um, you know, foreign national that would love to come to America and have a better life. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting people come for a better life, Kurt. We have plenty of room in America. And there's nothing wrong with rewarding people who truly want to learn about and embrace the sacred principles of liberty. The problem is we're attracting the wrong people with the handouts. And when people come illegally, it brings the wrong kind of crowd. That's my problem with it all. But I, but I find this interesting. Judicial Watch doing, doing the digging, doing the work that the journalists should be doing, Kurt, but don't because they're in bed with Antifa. They're in bed with the illegals. They're in bed with all these criminal elements in society for some strange reason. And it's very hard to get you know, quality news reporters or uh, in-depth people that will dig and get to the bottom of this stuff and bring out the truth. And I commend Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton and crew for highlighting this reality. I'd like to you know, spread the word on this so that people know. And I'd like to tie that, this idea that the greatest health and crime and security threat in America is drug cartels. Then I'd like to tie that to the Operation Fast and Furious scandal. And I'd like to create accountability there. I'd like people to go to jail for Fast and Furious, Kurt. What about you? 
Imagine that. So you're saying you you think that if people are guilty of a crime, they should pay for it. Roger that. It's exactly Imagine that. what I'm saying. You want to know why I want that, Kurt? Uh, it's a nation of laws. Yes, sir. And because it's likely to stop if we create accountability. If we don't create accountability, I submit to you that it'll never stop. Let me give you an example. You know why spammers send out spam, Kurt? Because they can make money. Yeah, because it's profitable. You want to know the way to stop spammers, Kurt? Make it unprofitable. That is correct, sir. And I'm telling you right now, as soon as it's not profitable, they won't be doing it. Trust you me. Same thing with all these robocalls. The government wants to say, oh, let's have government solve the problem. Look, if it wasn't profitable, people wouldn't be doing robocalls, Kurt. If porn and sex wasn't profitable, perversions weren't profitable, prostitution, drugs, crime, all these things are immensely profitable. And I know we can't stop all choices of wrong. But we can certainly focus on the disincentivizing reality that it takes is that a word, disincentivizing? You know what I'm talking about. If you take away the incentive, the motive, the profit motive or whatever, you could make a huge difference. Well, I submit to you that our United States government is controlled by rogue agents, and they're allowing these cartels to prosper. Or else I believe they would not be prospering. They're too busy putting the Ammon Bundys in jail and lying against Ammon Bundy, putting the Steve Stockman in jail and the Sam Gerards in jail, to get the drug cartels, right? So we've got to have a seat change in our understanding and our efforts here, Kurt, if we want to have real accountability and honesty and integrity. And if we want America to be great again, that's where it starts. Donald's right. We need to seriously reject illegality, folks. I'm telling you right now, second hour, we're going to talk in detail about climate change. There's a lot of climate change news uh, that you ought to know about. And again, this is where the mainstream press is telling big, outright, blatant, dishonest, immoral lies. And no one's really standing up boldly, nobly, independently against them enough. Donald's trying, but he waffles and melts. Sam and Kurt have been doing it for years, but we don't have a big enough voice. Of course, if you were to donate some cash, ladies and gentlemen, we'd have a bigger voice. I digress, except to say we will take that on next hour. How's that? Sam and Kurt. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use at your fingertips. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live Radio Talk Show. LibertyRoundtable.com. Live and on-demand radio free at your fingertips. Donate if you have the heart to help. Every penny will prosper our efforts in the media, ladies and gentlemen. For Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people. Along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore a grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America.